in three, in two, and one. Hi, everybody. Thanks for sitting down with me today. I appreciate it. Tim Anderson here, the Appraiser's Advocate. We've got another podcast for you today. I appreciate your time that you're going to take to listen to it. Thank you very much. We call this one USPAP and the Nick. Recently, this question came to me via email, quote, In a recent review of one of my appraisal reports, the reviewer said my neighborhood analysis was poor and nicked me for it. I asked what poor meant, and she told me I should familiarize myself with Fannie Mae's requirements for a neighborhood analysis. She also said my neighborhood analysis was nothing more than just a recitation of public record facts, so it lacked any analyses of the neighborhood's trends. Therefore, she says I did not analyze the neighborhood sufficiently to reconcile my conclusions of the neighborhood's trends and their effect on both my highest and best use and my final value opinion. I came in just over the contract price. Why did the reviewer nick me? I did what I always do in an appraisal, unquote. So, what's the answer? When we sign the certification, that's Standards Rule 2-3, we certify that we developed our value opinion and then communicated it to the client in compliance with Standards 1 and 2. If we did not so comply and did not present a really good reason why we did not, then by signing the certification, we misled our client, a clear violation of SR 2-1B. In the Fannie Mae Selling Guide at B4-1.3-03, the neighborhood section of the appraisal report, you'll see what Fannie Mae expects us to analyze in an appraisal and then report to the client. Fannie wants us to provide, quote, an outline of the neighborhood's boundaries, unquote, north, south, east, and west. It behooves us to explain why we chose those boundaries and why the properties within them are comparable to and competitive with the subject. This is a pre-answer to the state investigator's question, why did you choose those boundaries? In other words, plan your response so that you can defend these choices. Fannie Mae asks for a summary of current land uses such as, quote, single-family residential, commercial, or industrial, unquote, typical site sizes, street designs and patterns, and so forth. She needs to know all of these, since changing land uses may render the improvements to a site obsolete long before the borrower fully amortizes the loan. This exposes Fannie Mae to a business risk she does not want to assume. On the other hand, if speculators are renovating the properties here rather than raising them, this implies a growth stage of the neighborhood cycle. Statistically speaking, this is a low-risk loan to make. In either event, Fannie Mae wants to know what's occurring in a neighborhood as well as why. And when I say Fannie Mae, I, I really mean the GSEs. And the GSEs want to know about the factors that affect the value and marketability of properties in this particular neighborhood. To address these variables, we analyze such factors as, quote, the proximity of the subject to employment and amenities, employment stability, appeal to the market, changes in land use, access to public transportation, and any adverse environmental factors in the neighborhood, unquote. Therefore, we research and find out why this particular neighborhood appeals or does not appeal to the market. 
Which market forces does Fannie Mae worry about? These include economic, governmental, environmental, and other factors affecting property values in the neighborhood. Economic forces could be the existence of vacant or boarded-up properties, the number of REO sales, and so forth. It's important to answer the why question. In other words, why do these market forces affect the subject and its marketability? Governmental forces include zoning, taxation, building construction regulations, and so forth. For example, if a property were to be 51% destroyed in a catastrophe, to what level would current zoning allow the owner to replace the improvements? Would the replacement improvements have to correspond to current setback requirements or the setback requirements in place at the time of the original construction? It's important to answer the why question. Why do these governmental forces affect the subject and its marketability? Other forces that affect highest and best use, marketability, and market value include changes in employment, changes in demographics, changes in land uses, especially when such changes result in lower or higher land use densities, changes in building and construction costs, and so forth. These factors affect a property's highest and best use, thus its market value as well. For example, if a neighborhood is transitioning from residential use to office use, there is the possibility that the highest and best use of a residential property is to raise the existing improvements, then improve the now vacant site to its highest and best use, which is likely a commercial-type land use given the neighborhood's transition. This quote is directly from the Fannie Mae Selling Guide. Quote, when completing the one-unit housing trends portion of the neighborhood section of the appraisal report forms, the trends must be reflective of those properties deemed to be competitive to the property being appraised. If the neighborhood contains properties that are truly competitive, that is, market participants make no distinction between the properties, then all the properties within the neighborhood would be reflected in the one-unit housing trends section. However, when a segmented or bifurcated market is present, the one-unit trends portion must reflect those properties from the same segment of the market as the property being appraised. This ensures that the analysis is based on competitive properties. The appraiser should also provide commentary on the other segments of the neighborhood when segmentation is present, unquote. So, we have to answer the why questions, not merely fill in the boxes on the form. Now, to address your reviewer's comments. You can see that the mere recitation of facts is not what the neighborhood analysis section of the 1004 form calls for. Merely to state that the zoning is residential in nature is to recite a fact. To indicate the zoning is residential in nature and permits specific types of land uses is also merely to recite facts. What the zoning permits as land uses is public record. Therefore, to state the zoning, to indicate the land uses the zoning permits, and then to explain persuasively how and why those affect the subject's value is to engage in the analysis and communication that USPAP Standards 1 and 2 expect of an appraiser. These are the kinds of analyses a reviewer cannot nick.
The model to follow is to state a fact or a conclusion, then follow that with the reason or reasons why you stated that fact, as well as why and how you reached that conclusion. That is really all the reviewer looks for. It's also the minimum of what the GSEs demand as part of an appraiser's analyses of the subject's neighborhood. So, to review, the reviewer looks for analyses in a neighborhood analysis. To state the utilities present is merely to state facts. To state the utilities present and then explain how and why they affect the subject's highest and best use, its marketability, and ultimately its market value, is to include your analyses of the utilities in the neighborhood section of the report. To answer the questions of how and why first requires our analyses of the issues. Then we include a summary of those analyses in the appraisal report. This is what the reviewer wants, what Fannie Mae looks for, and what USPAP demands. Your reviewer did not find these, thus nicked you for that act of omission. When we answer the how and the why questions, everything else is just detail. Thank you for joining me today. I appreciate it. Again, I'm Tim Anderson, the Appraiser's Advocate. If I can ever be of help to you, please get in touch with me, Tim at theappraisersadvocate.com. It will be a pleasure to know you. It will be an honor to work with you. Please let me extend my best to you and your family. And remember, are your professional fees high enough? Now we're clear. <laughs>